You're listening to the 10-Minute Podcast Challenge that will prove every place is the same. Welcome your host, the irreverent, the cosmopolitan, the wicked, Daniela Vlaskalik. Hello, and welcome to Every Place is the Same. I am very excited to welcome my guest, Alex Trude. Hello, Alex. Hi, Daniela. How's it going? Excellent. Now, Alex, you have spent some time at the University of Toronto. Is that correct? Yeah. You are also very interested in the virtual worlds of Assassin's Creed. Is that correct? I played those games a lot and very fond of them. Talk to me a little bit about the point of Assassin's Creed? That's a very good question. Uh, at first, you know, the, the more immediate goal is uh, probably assassinating people in, in the game. Uh, for good, I'm usually trying to take out corrupt or despotic people, uh, you know, for the good of humanity. We're trying to, you know, enslave humanity in this whole uh Okay, I got it, plot. I got it. You yeah. kill people. You yeah. kill bad <laughs> yeah. people. Exactly. Okay, <laughs> so one of the other things that happens on this game, unbeknownst to you and maybe some of our listeners, is that you travel through virtual worlds. Yes. So tell me about some of these worlds that you have explored or places you have explored virtually. Yeah, so so the game, it, it sets itself in different historical periods in actual places on the earth. So, for example, Renaissance Italy is where a couple of the games take place. Uh, some in, you know, uh, medieval Constantinople or during the Crusades or uh, revolutionary America, for example. Is there a location that you prefer or that you've enjoyed the most? Uh, yeah, probably Rome. Renaissance Rome is my favorite just because it's a place that I'm very interested in uh, and want to visit someday myself. Now, course. Alex, would you say that the University of Toronto and the virtual worlds of Assassin's Creed are the same? The same? Uh, no, not really. Uh, one is, you know, one's a school and, and, and one's uh, yeah, uh, a rendered world from lines of code. I hate to school you, but today on Every Place is the Same, we are going to prove that the University of Toronto and the virtual worlds of Assassin's Creed are, in fact, the same. Okay, wow. Uh, so actually proving they're the same, not just like, you know, a saying, like, oh, every place is the same. No, we're going to prove it. Oh, okay. So get ready. Okay. Alex, you talked about the University of Toronto being a place of education. Yeah. What kind of education could one receive there? Uh, well, for example, I studied uh, theater. Uh, I did a major in that, and I did a minor in history and a minor in classics. The Everything. classics? Yeah. Uh, yeah, so classic is kind of a pretentious-sounding term. history. <laughs> yeah. Now, when you play Assassin's Creed, do you learn anything about history uh, or classics? Uh, absolutely, yes. I would have to say so. You do. What have you learned? Uh, for example, I've learned all about, you know, the Medicis, uh, the papacy in Rome, for example, Rodrigo Borgia, uh, that whole family. I've learned you know, how society functioned to an extent because, you know, you actually walk around and you see these people. You see merchants selling you things and you see, you know. And what did you learn in your history classes at the University of Toronto? I uh, studied a bit of uh, medieval history as well as um, early modern European history. Learned about classical Rome, classical Greece. Um, those are my minors, of course. And then I learned about theater and performance and plays. That's the same, isn't it? Uh, which part? The history part, <laughs> yeah, Alex, um, the history part. Okay, yeah, then yes, I would say that's, uh, they're both ways to learn history, I would say. Tell me 
about the architecture around the University of Toronto campus. Uh, yeah, so it, it's it's pretty nice. There's like a blending of the old with the new. I would say there's some older buildings, you know, back from the 1800s. They're Romanesque buildings. That's the architectural style. Yeah, there, there's columns. That's for sure. Now, are there Romanesque type buildings in the virtual worlds of Assassin's Creed? Uh, yes, I'd have to say so. And and uh couple of different places but yeah the most obvious would be rome which has a lot of romanesque i want yeah i mean that's the root word of romanesque so yeah you talked about theater the Hmm. arts yes tell me more about that with the university of toronto i took several classes you know studying different types of theater uh avant-garde collaborative is Assassin's Creed a collaborative or theatrical art form? A video game, yeah. It, it does combine a lot of elements of theater, I would say, or film or acting. Are um, you playing a character when you play Assassin's Creed? Yeah, yeah, exactly. You are playing a role, actually, you could say, um, when you're in Assassin's Creed. Who do you play? Actually, the game's kind of weird where it divides you into a modern-day persona and a historical persona. So in the modern day, you'd play this character named Desmond Miles, a bartender from New York City who, get, who uh, ends up getting put into this device that accesses DNA. And he gets to play one of his ancestors, this Italian named Ezio Auditore, who is an assassin. Right, so you get to play a bunch of different characters, is what we're saying. Yes. So much like theater school. Did you get to play different characters at theater school? Uh, I did, in fact. Uh Aha. Interesting. Yeah. Similar, isn't it? Uh, Quite a bit, yeah. What is your favorite weapon of choice for your character? (laughs) Well, you have this hidden blade, which is pretty iconic to the series. It's a small blade that I guess is spring-loaded that you wear on your wrist at pops out and you can discreetly uh, assassinate people with it. Would it be known as a shiv? It's a bit more eloquent than a, just a simple shiv. It's, you know, it's its own fairly fancy en- engineered device. Like an ancient Spider-Man, if you will. Yes. Now, at the University of Toronto, there are a lot of different places you can learn to use weapons. Isn't that correct? Uh, at U of T, I'm, I'm not sure um, how many places. Well, there's the fencing club. Speaking yeah. of blades, you can learn the saber, the epi, the foil. Yeah. Uh, then there's probably there's some workshops on stage combat that come in every now and then, actually. Yes, there is. There's also the archery club. Oh, the okay, Hearthouse yeah. Archery Club. Mm, true. Were you aware of that? Uh, <laughs> no, I wasn't actually, but it makes sense. It's The most popular exist. weapon on Assassin's Creed is the fanged bow. Are you familiar <laughs> with that weapon? But yeah, you use you use various types of bows in, in some of the later games. Uh, so archery or fencing could come in handy. Yeah, but, but potentially. Something you could use in both places. I mean, fencing's, you know, it's less of a historical, uh, you know, combat technique, more of, you know, a thing for dueling. Have you ever fenced, Alex? <laughs> um, no. I think you better be careful. <laughs> Renaissance Italy might come after you. <laughs> Where does your character like to go for coffee in Assassin's Creed? In one of the games there was coffee, in, you know, like in Constantinople. The Cafe for... Theater, Coffee House, a popular place to meet with other assassins. Oh, interesting. 
Uh, I haven't heard of that one specifically. I mean, there's a lot of games to be. Do you play fair. this game, Alex? <laughs> well, it's 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 a series, so I played uh, quite a few, almost all of the games. But that might be the one that takes place in Victorian London. Do you find that these are the types of excuses your you give your profs at the U of T? <laughs> yeah, that's I guess sometimes the excuse I will give in tutorial. I haven't read that reading just because I've had several others. To Been read. too busy playing Assassin's Creed. <laughs> Perhaps. Uh, if you're feeling like you need something a little stronger to fortify yourself, where do you like to go to have a drink? There's a couple places near the campus. Uh, for example, there's Einstein's, which is a classic hangout of U of T students. I'm not sure if you know this, Alex, but the wine specialists of Lot 18 have teamed up with Ubisoft and oh. have made wines named after your favorite Assassin's Creed characters. Oh, I, I, I was not aware of that. Where would your character have a drink? I think like uh, any of the taverns around the city. Numerous uh, taverns shares. then? Yeah, there's a fair amount. What is your preferred <laughs> beverage? Myself or my character? Are they one and the same? <laughs> um, not to say. I, I'm like someone who likes to take a break from my roles, you know, uh, when, <laughs> so when I'm playing a certain Stanislavski role. So less Stanislavski than one might think. Yeah, perhaps. No, I, I, I prefer a good beer or ale. I guess sometimes that lines up with the Assassin's Creed character I'm playing at the time. What about wine? Do you enjoy wine? Yeah, actually, that's... I, I, I quite enjoy wine. I'm more of a white wine person guy, but um, definitely wine was drank pretty heavily back in the day, back in Renaissance Italy, that's for sure. Yes, it was. And are you aware that in November 2017, the U of T team of archaeologists oh. contributed to the discovery of an 8,000-year-old wine production facility in the Republic of Georgia? Really? It is said to be known the earliest evidence of wine making. Oh, that's cool. Let's talk about Rome. Okay. The Romans put forward a lot of advancements in medicine. I, I believe so. For example, Marcos Terentius Vero believed that disease came from small little creatures that mm. were too small for the human eye to detect. Right, yeah. Actually, I remember reading about that. What would we call that today? Uh, bacteria or germs. Absolutely. The U of T, as you may or may not know, is the birthplace of insulin. Yeah, yeah I have heard that. As well as stem cell research. Oh, cool. Now, the Romans also had other things, like they believed drinking the blood of a gladiator <laughs> could cure epilepsy. Do you believe that? Uh, no, I don't believe that to be true. Have you ever drank the blood of a gladiator on uh, the U of T campus or in Assassin's Creed? Uh, no, I haven't. So we can't be sure if drinking the blood of a gladiator can cure disease or not. I, I guess we can't. No. What do you feel university prepared you for in uh, life? I'd say it prepared me to be a uh, yeah to be an actor for sure to uh, to learn how to analyze things and think critically yeah how to keep a schedule manage a busy life. What about Assassin's Creed? What has that prepared you for in life? I guess it prepared me to you know sometimes question authority sometimes to uh, how to interact with other people. So you would say that both of these places prepared you for life? In, in, yeah, in different manners. They prepared me for different aspects of life. Alex, as a tree through the ages, 
Velat Arbor Evo. Thank you. I don't actually know what that means. That is the university motto oh, of good. the University <laughs> of Toronto. Good to know. Clearly Latin wasn't your major. Yeah, no. Whether you have a passion for history or the classics, whether you just love attending the theater and get engrossed in good characters, or whether you just love a good street fight with your foils or your shivs, I think that Alex Trude, you have helped us prove that the University of Toronto campus and the virtual worlds of Assassin's Creed are the same. Yeah, wow, I guess I have. You didn't have to drink the blood of a gladiator to know that. Yeah, I guess not. You just listened to Every Place is the Same, hosted by Daniela Vlaskalic and directed by Marco Timpano. Leave us a five-star review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you listen. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram or join our Patreon page. Until the next time, enjoy your travels.